What's up, golf addicts? Welcome to the Chuck Schwab betting preview with the Tour Junkies. I'm your host, DB. I got Pat Perry with me. Uh, we're going to preview the, the Charles Schwab betting stuff uh, for 2021, I think. The it stuff. Is. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're presented to you by our friends at fantasynational.com slash TJ. The only place you should go if you bet on golf, if you play DFS, if you like to put a little dollar, a little quarter, a little change, if you like to do something strange with some change on the PGA Tour, hit that fantasynational.com slash TJ. Get 20% off any membership level. The 20% off stays with you if you upgrade from weekly to monthly, monthly to annual. Good stuff, great stuff. We've been with them for four-plus years. Trust them. All the data comes straight from the PGA Tour, licensed PGA Tour data, so you know it's good. Not every website out there has that, but it's got everything you need. All your stats, recent history, or uh, of course history, recent form, all every stat you can imagine, plus some really cool proprietary stats from Fantasy National. You can only get there. They have Corn Ferry data now, too, if you want to bet on the Corn Ferry Tour. Corn um, Ferry data. Yeah, they got Corn Ferry Tour stuff. They got everything. Everything you need. Su- subscribe now. Just go ahead and do it now. Give it a try. It's good stuff. Go to fantasynational.com slash TJ. Get 20% off when you sign up through our link. It also, it helps us. Makes us look good. You should do that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pat, I am... Uh, this is the betting show. And for those of you who... I think maybe it's just one guy that commented last week that we should not be drunk on the show. We should respect our audience. Uh, you know what? I just say you is what i say because you're not the kind of audience that we want okay because we have a good time and we do three hours of shows between the dfs show this show and the DraftKings tour junkies after dark show and we like to drink and have a good time and it just it is what it is by the time we get to the betting show we're kind of deep in the sauce if you don't like that go pick somebody else yeah there you go you gotta that guy needs to to cry some tj tears just like uh some acorn tears like i'm showing the uh the new the coasters. coasters. Uh, by the way, have you the sent way, me new mine? Coasters in the shop. Have you sent me mine? No, I haven't yet. No, Sorry, I'm I'm holding out on you. No, uh, but if you order, if you make, if you place an order, we're gonna send you some uh, coasters. Yeah. So there you go. They're not in the shop. You just have to buy something else, and then you get a coast. You get a handful yeah. of coasters. Uh, I am drinking some tequila and soda with a lime tonight, buddy. Are you still on beer? Or have you switched to wine yet? Oh, okay, still, still on beer. beer. I, I'm gonna switch to wine before the uh, DraftKings After Dark okay. show, which is after this one. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Phil Mickelson won the PGA Championship. We did a full-on recap of the PGA on, at the beginning of the DraftKings show, so you can go check that out if you, if you haven't already. Uh, basically, I mean, he was 200 to 1, 300 to 1 on some books to win, and what the, what, what, what the f- are, are we even doing? You know, how are we even doing this is what I said at the DFS show. It's like no one thought Phil Mickelson was going to win this golf tournament literally no one i'm on twitter i we follow everybody on twitter not a single person taking a victory lap on phil mickelson which i'm happy about no tout touting you know no nobody was nobody was touting that they picked phil literally nobody so it is what it is it was amazing it was incredible it was tremendous it was all those adjectives we talked about it extensively so we won't get into it now but uh bananas i I will say this in the youtube comments if you are uh, if you're listening um Help us out. Help out the algorithm. The more you comment, the more YouTube says, oh, people must like this show. And they put it in front of other people's eyeballs, and it helps spread the TJ gospel. That's what we ask you to do. Please do that. It would help us. It doesn't cost you anything but like 10 seconds. In the comments, who? me and Pat just got done talking about this. Who's the next old fart 
to win a golf tournament on on tour. old guy season. It's old guy season. You know, you had you got Stuart Sink, Stifler's mom here, winning two tournaments this year. Phil, who's next? Tell us who's next. It could, it doesn't have to be this year. Maybe next year. Is it is it Sink again? Is Sink gonna repeat? Is it Phil again? Is it Steve Stricker? Is it Matt Kuchar? Is it uh I, Michael Thompson, who's only thirty six years old? But in my book, if you can't hit it out past two seventy and you putt really well and you your name is Michael Thompson, which is a very older person name, even though you're one year younger than me, you're kind of an old fart. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Henrik Stenson? Who's in the field this week? Is it Brant Snedeker? All yeah, these I may guys. have. I may talk about them on the bet, betting show. I have somebody in here that could, okay. could fit the mold. Put that old in the comments. Season. Put that in the comments. Who's winning? Who's the next old guy to win? Is it your dad? You know, is it Pat? What if Pat spent the next, what are you, 45? What if he spent the next five years really grinding on your I'm game? I'm not 45. 44? Yeah, uh, six, oh, there you go. You got an extra year. What if you spent six? See, years? I mean, the forty-five. Like, make like like. Let me hold on to forty-four just a little bit longer. Oh, okay, man. I just turned forty-four. That like, don't old. don't throw forty-five on me right now because then I'm just like I'm closer to fifty. There, I'm like, like that's a yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, blah blah go. blah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's our that's our recap, Pat. Let's talk about Colonial. Speaking of old. Colonial is an old golf course, and uh, it's old is yeah, it's the, old is dirt. Yeah, the tournament's old. Seventy fifth year anniversary we're celebrating this year. Um, actually, if you're, I wonder, do we have an, do we have a listener that's seventy five years old? I just had that thought. I wonder if we do. That would be if very interesting do, to know. If you are seventy five years old or older, I would love to know that you listen to this show. I'm yeah. I would probably, I would bet. What would I bet? What's a possession of mine that I would bet? I would bet. I would bet everything hanging up on my wall back here, which there's more than you can see if you're watching on YouTube. I would bet all my framed, signed memorabilia that we do not have anyone 75 years old or older listening to us. But I would be very interested to know. Okay, now course breakdown. Okay, you right. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah. So we are at Colonial Country Club this week for the Charles Schwab Invitational in Fort Worth, Texas. Schwabber. Par 70 this week, just over 7,200 yards. So not very long by tour standards. We It is an invitational, so we've got 121 players in the field this week, of which T, uh, top 65 and ties will make the cut. So you should have a higher percentage of six of six lineups uh, being a little bit shorter field. Um, this is a great classical old course, as you mentioned. It's old guy season, so we're in on an old course. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've got tight, tree-lined fairways and relatively tough greens to hit. Um, and I think this is this is a, an approach week, okay? This is all about ball striking, all about your iron play into these greens. You've got to hit these fairways in the right spots. It's a, a lot of angles this week, a lot of calculations from the angles this week. Um, and then it's a putting contest on these bent grass greens, um, which can be a little bit tricky. They're going to be quick as well. Um, this course can be pretty difficult, but I do think it's going to play a little easier this week. We're getting a lot of rain earlier in the week, or, or bleh, early in the week, and it's going to dry out later. But I do think it's going to play a little bit easier. Uh, I think you're, they're going to be able to score on this course. Um, looking at stats for me, I think course history is big. I mean, you, you look at, I mean, they've played here, what, 75 years, like you just mentioned. Um, so there's a lot of history here. I'm looking at form, strokes gain approach, as I, meant, uh, as I mentioned, driving accuracy. 
and then putting on bent grass greens. Your defending champs here, Daniel Berger, last year. This was the first event back after COVID in June, so a little bit later than it is this year. Uh, then and you had Kevin Knott. Pat, you're leaving out a detail. And what? We hit Daniel Berger at 70 to 1. Sorry, we did hit year. Berger at 70. We wrote him up. We talked him up. Come on. We yeah. got to tout. We got to tout ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Tout, tout, tout. Uh, Kevin Nahn, 2019. Justin Rose in 2018. Kevin Kisner in 2017. Jordan Spieth in 2016. And then Chris Kirk in 2015. You'll see a theme there on those past champions. Not, not really any of them are like known to be bombers. They're all precision. Accurate guys off the tee, good iron players, and good putters. So uh, that's pretty much what you got to do here to win. Uh, that's all I got, DB. Yeah, man. I looked at uh, on Fantasy National, looked at fairways gained, looked at strokes gained off the tee as well, just to see it next to each other. Looked at uh, strokes, uh, strokes gained approach, very important. We, you hear a lot of golfers talk about how off the tee here, because it's tight, because it's tree-lined, it's classic course, Got to be in the fairway. You hear a lot of golfers talk about everybody kind of hits to the same spots. And then from there, it's, it's about what you just said, precision iron play into these greens and then putting on bent grass, making some putts. You didn't talk about weather, but I think, that, I think it's worth mentioning. We don't talk about it a lot on every show, but it is Texas. The weather. I did, I did mention oh, you it did? real quick. I mentioned the rain. Okay, yeah, you talked about, talked about the rain making a play soft. And that's important because, I mean, if you're not in the fairway, you don't get to lift clean in place because chances are we're going to have to lift clean in place on Thursday, maybe even Friday. It does look pretty windy on Thursday and maybe Friday as well. So it's something to pay attention to. You got to be checking it late on Wednesday. A good reason to join the Nut Hut on tourjunkies.com for $10 a month or $90 a year. And a good reason to subscribe to the Chalk Bomb for free. Go to tourjunkies.com, scroll to the bottom right of any page on the website and type in your email. You can get the chalk bomb because we talk about it there. It's definitely something to think about. Don't get married to your players this early in the game if uh, you know if it's like before Wednesday after late afternoon because tee time waves and advantages. We've definitely had a couple of those over the last few weeks. So something to think about. I also looked at strokes gained ball striking over the last twenty four rounds strictly at Colonial guys with experience here. How did they go from tee to green? How did they go off the tee and strokes gained approach? So I will reference that on a couple of players here, I think. And when you look at the betting odds history here, it's a lot of mid-range. There's not. There's one, I think in the last like 10 years, there's one triple-digit winner, and that was our boy Boo Weekly. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, and you're a YouTube person, and you've not seen our Boo Weekly interview from a while ago, I don't know how long it was, just search it. Tremendous interview. Like Boo Weekly, freaking hilarious. Told some great stories on there unfiltered it's also on apple and spotify you got to scroll down there but search our boo weekly interview uh but he was only 100 to 1 there's a lot of like 30 to 1 70 to 1 winners like a lot of that kind of mid-range um now granted you know of course the colonial could tend to play a little more difficult than your average pga tour event when that happens you're going to get shorter names winning if it is as soft as we think it might be that could open it up a little bit so uh, there you go. Speaking of old guys, you know, Pat is, is uh, old, as we already mentioned. And he was kind of looking for a different workout program that he could do from home, that he could do on his own time, that help him get in shape for all the rounds of golf he wants to play in the summer. And he came across Golf Forever. We reached out, and Golf Forever said, you know what, let's do this. 
So they assigned him some new workouts and exercises to do every day when he logs in. And it's great because otherwise he doesn't know what, what the hell to do. Uh, workouts can be done from home with minimal equipment. He doesn't have to leave his living room or join a gym. He can just stay in his gated community house and just do his thing. It's fantastic for Pat. If you're looking to get in better shape, you want to improve the way your body feels during and maybe even after a round. If you're a golfer, go to golfforever.com and be sure to enter promo code tour 99 to get golf forever for just $99 a year. It saves you 51 bucks because you're just the tour junkie and you deserve it. You deserve it. Say that out loud. I'm a tour junkie, and I deserve to save $51. That's Tour 99 to feel the results for yourself, co-created by major champion Justin Leonard and Dr. Jeremy James. Uh, they work with some experts, man. I mean experts. Chiropractor and PGA Tour trainer Troy Van Beeson. He works with five players ranked in the top 30 in the world golf ranking, including Pat. Actually, that doesn't include Pat, but also Pat. And the Golf Forever app just basically delivers recommended daily exercise routines, and there's a library of about 500 videos to search for if you just want to do your own thing. The yearly price is uh, 150 but you get it for just $99 a year. Fantastic stuff. Pro- promo code TOUR99 to save $51 a year when you go to golfforever.com. Be like Pat and go to golfforever.com. Do that. All right, buddy. Ready to talk some outrights, some top 20 bets? Yes. Let's go. Let's okay. go. Uh, top of the board. Um, what are we looking at? Where are we going? Shortest name. You got Jordan Spieth at, at uh, like plus 10 and a half or 1050. So 10 and a half to one ish on DraftKings. JT, 30, 13 to one. Morikawa, 15 to one. Abe Answer. We debated Abe Answer a lot last week. Abe Answer, Tony Finau, and Patrick Reed all on DraftKings Sportsbook at 17 to 1. Are you doing any of that? Are you going to do some of that? Or are you going to do something different? I'm not going to do any of that. I'm doing none of that. And huh. you know what? Here's, here's where I think that the betting week is, uh, is pretty strong. I, I think there's going to be some ownership issues, especially at the top on, on DraftKings. And I think we're gonna, you're going to have to plant some flags here and there if you want to win a, uh, a GPP or whatever you're looking at. But as far as the betting is concerned, I think that there is some better value if you skip all these guys like wow. Finau and Answer and Morikawa and Corey Connors at 19 to 1. And you start with Willie Zalatoris at 25 yep. to 1. I think that is that's my favorite play right there in this in this shorter category, I guess you could say. Um, I love to start with Zalatoris. I think this is a great course fit for him. I think he's going to be a little bit too high owned for me on DraftKings as far as DFS is concerned. But he needs a win. He's going to get it eventually here. And you're getting him at 25 to 1. I like the odds there. And then Scotty oh, Scheffler hold on, at hold 30 on. to 1. Can I add to the Will? I want to pile on the Will Zalatoris thing real quick. Okay. Because right. I agree. I, I, now, I do have one other player that I want to start before him, but I, I love the Zalatoris play at 25 to 1. We obviously know that despite the incredible year this guy's having, he's still not in the FedEx Cup playoff. And they'll be here before you know it. He's got to win a golf tournament to get to the FedEx Cup playoffs and have a chance to compete for $15 million, which he could do. He could win. So he needs a win. He's a Dallas, he's a Texas guy, that local kid, right? Um, but when you look at his approach numbers, now, he's a bomber. He hits it a long way, okay? But, he could dial it down. That's not, that's not a problem. Like he, 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 he can dial it down. 
But his approach play is so sexual. It is bite your lip, hold on tight sexual. Curl your toes. He's only behind Morikawa when it comes He's, to... Yeah, yeah, he, he is. It is curl your toes sexual. 8.2 strokes gained on approach at the PGA. 8.2. 9.5 at the Byron Nelson, also in Texas. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, 4.6 at the players. 4.6... I mean, like... It, Anything sub three and a half is like, wh- what happened to Will? Is Will broken? And that's incredible. If you gave three and a half strokes gain approach to like 50 different guys on the PJ Tour, they'd be winning all the time. It's a tremendous play for Will's Torres. 25 to one, I think you get it now before it gets shorter. So couldn't agree more. Yeah, I like that number a lot. Uh, next guy I like is Scotty Scheffler at 30 to one. Now, I did mention him on the DFS show as a guy that I like. Um, but this week, you know, that, I think that's a great number for him. Um, a guy that's, uh, you know, good on approach. He is a Texas guy. Not He's not born and bred here, but he did, uh, he did play his college golf in Texas. So I like some Scotty Scheffler. And then um, after that, Charlie Hoffman at 45 to 1. That's in the mid range there, but you got you to gotta go with some Charlie Hoffman at 45 to 1. He is just playing absolutely fantastic. Approach game is incredible. Uh, you look at his recent form, ball striking, all of that is just perfect uh, for Charlie Hoffman. So, uh, like, literally, like, if you're just like my top three guys that I love, Willie Z, Scheffler, and Hoffman, right there. I mean, Hoffman's playing some of the best golf of his career right now in terms of consistency, ball striking. He's a winner in Texas. Um, I, I think I love the Hoffman play. I have him as well. Um, Scheffler, you're, you're a Scheffler guy. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. that. I don't know if you know that about yourself. I don't know if you, if you realize that about yourself. Like when you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, man, uh, man, I am, I am a olive-skinned, gated community living, 44-year-old Scheffler guy. I don't know if you know that, but you are. I, I wow. I can't. I don't know if I would have put those other adjectives in there, but okay, whatever. I can't quite pull the trigger. <clears throat> I don't, and I don't know why. I should love Scotty Scheffler. He he hits it long. He's like he's like a Southern guy that kind of acts like he's just he just kind of goes with the flow, like low key, like even keel. But I can't figure it out. And and doesn't it feel like Scotty Scheffler's already won on the PJ Tour? Like, it kind of feels like that, but he hasn't. It does, but he hasn't. You're right. He hasn't, but, but he it hasn't. does feel like it. It's very strange. I can't, I can't make my – every week he's in the field, I go, hmm, Scotty. And I try. I try to find a reason to play him. And I try to find a reason to bet him, but I, I, I don't. I feel like – I think that number's good for him. What's the number again? 30 to 1. See, I just I, like that number. It just feels, I don't know, I can't pull the trigger yet. And maybe that's going to result in me missing it. Maybe that's going to result in me missing the first win, the breakout win, the break. But it just, it's weird. I don't know what it is. Okay. He's going to get it. He's going to get the win. I mean, we've already had guys like Morikawa, you know, Wolf. Yeah. How does Wolf have have a victory before freaking Scotty Scheffler, who I I think is a way more talented all-around golfer? I mean, Wolf was a tremendous player coming into the PGA Tour. I mean, coming out of college, he was he was very. I mean, he had all the acclaim that you need. He just lately something's gone on. Um, all right, I'm going to go a little shorter than Willie Z. I love Willie Z, love it. But Patrick Reed 
not on DraftKings, but on points bet is twenty to one. And the seeing the two, seeing the two, made me want to go. You know, another another local Texas guy, um, good at you know accurate kind of player can put the lights out. Um, has started to kind of like improve his record at Colonial through the years. Plays well on tough courses if it does in fact you know get get difficult out there. And for making the cut on the number at the PGA, had a tremendous weekend. I mean, Reed turned it on uh, on the weekend. So twenty to one for a guy with the kind of win equity on it late on a Sunday that Patrick Reed had. Don't forget the last win he had, where he had the whole rules controversy, with all that swirling around him on Saturday. Um, just freaking slammed the door on Sunday. I can't remember what tournament that was. It was in the winter. Farmer, farmers? Was it at Tory? Anyway, I have a terrible memory. It was one of those. Uh, it was one of those uh, old classic courses. But was just it, slam the door amidst all that controversy. So, I mean, he's got he's he the, the dude can win all. The, I mean, betting Patrick Reed is just something I'm gonna do for a while because I don't know. People don't like to bet him. The numbers I think usually longer than it should be, and he always gives me that win equity. Love the Hoffman play. Um, what about? What about Billy Ho? We didn't talk about mm-hmm. him on the DFS show. What about Billy Ho? You get some win equity with Billy Ho. Uh, you know, can be. I mean, he, he's he actually really accurate off the tee. He's tenth in he's tenth in the field in fairways gained over the last twenty four rounds. He's ninth in the field in strokes gained putting on bent grass. If you take a seventy five round large sample size, puts well on bent grass. Billy Ho does. It's it's all about the irons for him. But also in this golf tournament, if you just look at ball striking numbers at the at Colonial in twelve rounds, he's twenty third in ball striking. Um, recent results uh, for for Billy Ho, twenty third at the PGA. Like, did you even know that? You probably didn't. I didn't know that. Like, never saw him. Well, there were a lot of people that just kind of at the end there were well because they, they got they had. But Billy Ho, if you're getting that fifty to one number, I'm assuming that's on points bet because sorry, he's yes, that is on points bet. He's at thirty five to one. That on is on points bet. What I'm looking at, yeah, so. that's on points bet. Fifty to one, some value there. I mean, yeah, thirty five to one on DK, so a little bit of value there while it lasts. Grab it. But I mean, just recently we saw him finish runner up at Mexico. Saw him finish seventh at the Sony, fifth at the OHL, second at the Wyndham last year. Like Billy Ho. I mean, he could do it. He could. He could do it. So fifty to one. I don't like him at thirty-five to one. I'll tell you that. I would not bet him at thirty-five to one. Like I prefer Hoffman over Billy Ho in general. But fifty to one on points bet. I saw that value and I thought that was good. Uh, I'll kind of take us into the mid-range here. I got two names before we get into the triple digits. Cameron Tringali, who you and I did talk about on the betting show at sixty. He is at sixty on the DFS show. Sorry, he's a sixty-six to one. I'm not saying I'm locking that one in. But it's one that I'm watching. I just want to. I'm just. I'm watching it. Depending on how the card shakes out, depending on tee time advantages, all that kind of stuff, I may. I may just kind of pay attention um, because he just had five bad. He had. He had five bad holes on on Friday. I mean, they were, and, including a ten. Okay, so it was mooey, mooey bad. That was on his front nine. On his back nine, he ended up playing pretty well. Like he got it together. He got he got over being angry and pissed. And for a guy who knew he was going to miss the cut and trunk slam, he actually turned it around. But prior to that, let's talk about. I mean, he's been incredible all year. So sixty six to one. 
Now, I know he's not one on the PGA Tour. He's searching for that first victory, but we talked about this in the, uh, in the course breakdown. We talked about precision. Has there, I mean, there haven't been many players more consistently and precise as, as Cameron Tringali. You know, since the season started in September, I think he has three or four top tens and like seven or eight top 25s. I mean, he's been doing his thing. 66 to one, I think that's interesting. I'm going to keep rolling with Matt Wallace as well at 70 to one. I mean, I keep betting him. I'm getting to the point where like, I'm just going to have to bet him regardless because I've bet him too much. I, don't, I, I can't miss it. But he checks so many boxes. He's now full-time on the PJ Tour. I think he's confident. Checks a box on approach, fairways gain, putting on bent grass, scrambling, like every box he checks. And I, I, he's, just, he's just a good value. It's 70 to 1 on DraftKings and confident, playing well. So Matt Wallace for me. That's the mid-range. Okay. Well, I'm with you on Wallace. I had him written down as well. Um, I'll start here in the mid-range with Gary Woodland at 55 to 1. Now, I'm not a big fan of playing him in DFS, but we have seen Gary Woodland play a little bit better lately. I mean, he had a fifth-place finish a few weeks ago. Um, He was up there yesterday at the PGA Championship and then just kind of effed up. As a matter of fact, he really screwed me out of some money because I had him very low on. And he could, he did drive it all over the place yesterday, but his approach numbers have been good. Um, you look at you know the last time he played here, he was ninth place um, in 2020. I like the way we've seen Gary Woodland play lately, so I'm getting him at 55 to one. I'm a fan of him. And then I mentioned, do you have a thought there? I agree. I mean, like you have a, th- I, he can't put four together. Like, what the hell is his problem? That's but, a problem. But, That's the biggest problem. But if he does, he's, he can win. And, and, and we also know that Gary plays great on short courses, despite being a long hitter. So I, I don't yeah. mind it. It scares me a little bit, but I'm with you. I think if I were going to have any Woodland exposure, I'd rather just bet him outright and forget it. Yeah. And then the old guy that I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I might play is Matt Kuchar. I'm with 70 it. to 1. I think this is a good, this is a great course fit for cooch, him. Cooch, 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 cooch. If we're going to get another, if, if this is old guy, old guy season for real, yeah, we need a Kuchar win. I mean, Kuchar oh. is just going to, like, that's the stamp of approval on old guy season is if we get a Matt Kuchar win outside of a Phil Mickelson win. You know, we need a Kuchar win, you know, to, to just, like, finish this whole damn thing off with old guy season. So I like Matt Kuchar this week. He's played he, r- well here in the past. Um, and he's, you know, he's been okay recently. Hadn't been terrible. Um, so I like Kuchar. Uh, so there you go. That's the uh, mid-range slash a little bit longer range. All right, take me to the uh, then three-digit bad boys. Take me to the three-digit right, three bad, bad, bad boys. For me, I'm going to start with Joel Damon at 110 to 1. Love some Joel this week. We've seen him play well this year. Uh, after he had that long miscut streak and then he had a victory. This is a great course fit for Joel. Um, you know, you look at his history here been pretty, pretty good. Um, and you know, his last couple finishes T 55 last week at the PGA championship top 20 at the Wells Fargo. Um, what else for Joel? You look at his stats here, 47th in the field in ball striking. He is top 20 in the field in driving accuracy. I like some Joel this week at 7,400, or excuse me, 
We're we're in the betting show, not the. Uh, not yes, the we are. We are in the betting show. Yes, this is the betting show. Okay. Yes, this is okay. The beer setting in, uh, and then I'm going to go a little bit longer here with Tom Hoagie at 140 to one. A guy that we see like a lot of kind of spotty form from, um, but I think this is a good course fit for him as well. And then CT Pan, 175 to one. He's kind of like a short course expert, I think. You know, Oof. old CT. I don't I like, like CT. I, I don't like CT Pan. I don't ever like him. Ever. Um, I like the Damon play. I'm with you on the Damon play. I kind of feel a little HV3 this week. I I I had a little exposure to him in uh, DraftKings GPPs last week um, for the PGA, where uh, he, you know he had he had a decent week. He finished 49th. He did okay. But I mean, Tita Green he was fantastic. Uh, gained 6.8 strokes. Tita Green. We also just saw him finish runner-up at the RBC Heritage. Very interesting there for old mm-hmm. HV3. Um, checks a box. I mean, for, for his range, for 100 to 1, checks a box and fairways gained, approach play. Uh, putting on bent, it's not that bad. He's a great scrambler in case that happens, in case he misses a green, whatever. But um, I think HV3 is could get his, you know, I think he could get his first PGA Tour win here. Like, who knows? It, it's... I think it's possible. T19 last year. I'd love to see HV3 win one. Be a good time. 101. Okay, we didn't talk about this guy on the betting show. Kisner's missed a lot of, he's missed a lot of cuts. Mm. You know, God. God, like, it's just such a, it's such a, it's a thorn in our flesh, you know, because we know Kiz. He's, a he's thorn been, in our flesh. Yeah, he's been on. I've never heard anything like that. Oh, man, that's from the Bible, dude. That's from the B-I-B-L-E. You've never heard that? Um, I've heard thorn in my side or thorn in, you know, like, like nobody said flesh. Well, that's, they never, that's what it is in the, in the B I B L E dude. Um, okay. Why do you have to spell it? Why can't you just say I, it? It's fun to spell right now. I, right now. I just want to, <laughs> I feel like spelling. I, I mean, he sucks. You know, he, he freaking sucks. Kiz does. He's, he's playing terrible, but he's your 2017 winner. Okay. He loves colonial loves it. Absolutely loves it. Now, he also loves uh, Harbor Town. What did he do there? Oh, he missed the cut. Um, but whatever. Uh, he loves the RSM. He loves Sea Island. What did he do there in November? He finished runner up. Like, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. He's... It's just it's a hundred and ten to one. It's Kisner on a course he's won, a course he loves. I'm not going to play him in DFS. So I just I'm like, do I just throw, you know? A, a quarter of a unit or less on him at 110 to one. I just, it just, it's tough to overlook. Um, okay. The PGA, he hates long courses. He hates them. He hates long courses. He was never going to play well at the PGA. So miscut, whatever. Valspar. It's kind of the same thing. Like it does, doesn't matter. The heritage was weird. The fact that he missed the cut of the heritage is weird. The masters. He always talks about the masters as the places of bombers paradise. I suck there. He's so he's missed the cut there. The players championship. I kind of feel like he should have played better there. You know, runner-up, lost in a playoff to Ricky there years ago. But the players is also one of those tournaments that just produces missed cuts out of, like, everywhere. And before that, he wasn't in terrible form. I don't know. I just, it's something to look at for Kiss. Uh, bombs, I like Maverick McNeely at 160-1. to 1. Kind of a weird number, or a weird guy, but 
he's like a miscut <laughs> or a top three. And and he's ready. To, I think he has the chops, and I think he's ready to win. He's a tremendous putter. He's very accurate off the tee. He just needs to hit his irons better, and he's there. He could be there, and he could close the door. Uh, Maverick McNeely at 160 to 1 on DraftKings would be my last bomb before we get into some top 20s. What okay. are the people saying in yeah. the chat about Kisner? Anybody? No, nothing. I'm sure there's some. Nope. There's some. Uh... Nope, nobody. Oh, yeah. oh, somebody loves the Kisner, Kisner in poor form, but 100 to 1 on a par 70 course. There you go. Question mark. There okay. you go. You know? Question mark. Yeah. I say, yeah. Um, Mark Horn says, Mav at 330 to 1. Where the okay. hell is that? Uh, Mark Horn said he loves the biblical references. You're welcome. Okay, Pat, uh, top 20s. You got any of those? Yeah, I got a few here. Um, I like uh, our boy Harry Higgs. Um, mm, got into go. the Masters last week, How by the way. Got into the Masters with his top five finish or fourth place finish uh, at the PGA. He is at four to one for top 20. I like Stinson. I mentioned him on the DFS show uh, as a possible. I like him as a top 20. He is at six and a half to one. And then Patrick Rogers also at six and a half to one as well. Now, Patrick Rogers does not fit this course as far as uh, what he's doing well because it's not really anything as far as the stats are concerned. But you know what? His recent form has been okay. I mean, it hasn't been terrible for old Patrick Rogers. So I like him. I mean, he's you know made his last couple cuts. Um, I believe he's had got a decent horse history here as well. Um, could be wrong on that. Yeah, top 15 finish last year. Um, so if he finishes again in the top 20, you get him in at six and a half to one. So there you go, DB. Uh, I like the Higgs call. I like that call. By the way, there's another interview that we did a long time ago on the YouTube channel and on Apple and Spotify. If you want to go Google or search that, that Harry Higgs interview, very good. Uh, very hilarious person. Um, good stuff. You know what's also good stuff, Pat, is you know cooking with your family. Cooking for your family. Mm. Cooking with Look, your family. I do that all the time. Me too. Cooking, cooking for your wife. Cooking with your wife. You can do that. And we did that recently because our friends at HelloFresh reached out and said, hey, we want to send you a box of food. We want to send you a box of uncooked food. We think you're going to like the uncooked food. You make it cooked, and it's delicious. We'll measure it out. We'll send it to you in the mail, and it'll be fantastic. And it surely was. We actually uh, we did it. Uh, HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients, mouth-watering recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And it's why they're America's number one meal kit. You know what I mean? I got my HelloFresh kit right before I got COVID. And so it was perfect because right at like the tail end of COVID when I needed something with some good flavor because I was kind of like the taste was weird. We had some and the wife made it and I, I watched her make it. It was beautiful. My favorite meal that I got was a bulgogi meatball and pasta, which is like a Korean barbecue kind of thing. Delicious. So much flavor. Easy to do. I mean, they send you... The step-by-step ingredients, all the pre-measured stuff, even the little ingredients, even like the little tiny stuff that you would think they wouldn't have in there, they did. And it, oh, there's pictures. I mean, if you can, a dummy can do it. It's it's so easy. Pictures are nice. Pictures are pictures always are nice if you're a, if you're a rookie cooker. Yeah, if you're a rookie cooker. HelloFresh has been named Newsweek's most trusted meal kit company of 2021, with over four million households served. And there's a lot of there, there's a lot of meal kits out there. You know what I mean? You got a meal kit over here and then a meal kit over there. Next, you know, you start a meal kit company, your neighbor over there, he starts a meal kit company. And, every, and you're mailing meals to everybody. HelloFresh, best meal kit voted on in 2021. Unbelievable. Um, 
Good, bravo. HelloFresh, by the way. So uh, you get better value, too. It's 28% cheaper than shopping at your grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal, and you don't sacrifice the quality. I can attest to that. That's based on a Zagat dining survey. So you like apples? How you like them apples? So go to HelloFresh.com slash TourJunkies12 and use promo code TourJunkies12 to get guess how many free meals, Pat? A lot. 12. Okay. Come 12? What are we doing? Okay. And, and that includes free shipping. So you go to HelloFresh.com slash TourJunkies12 and use promo code TourJunkies12 to get how many free meals, Pat? 12. 12 free meals, including free shipping. Get you some of that America's number one meal kit. Top Do you tw- remember, speak, speaking of meal kits back in the day, like I, I remember oh, this yeah. when I was like in middle school or, or elementary school, when you, the meal kit that you, like, we sold was pizza. You remember those pizza meal kits that you got back in the day? And the, the pizza was not very good, but it was like make your own pizza. Didn't that turn and into you, just a uh, Lunchables, but just a pizza where you like throw your cheese much. and your pepperoni, your two pepperonis on there and you call it a day? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was the old that was the olden days meal kit. A, a bunch of listeners in the chat apparently using uh, HelloFresh. AC, our boy AC, he's he and the wife have been on HelloFresh for two years. He says, "There you go." Uh, so praise God, baby. That's good to know. Good to know. All right, I got some top twenty bets. I like the Higgs bet. I had that one written down. Yeah, we don't give any top twenty bets around here shorter than uh, three to one because we're not, you know, we ain't. Okay. Uh, starting at three to one. Joel Damon is three to one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Playing great. Uh, accuracy course, precision course. That's Joel Damon. Okay. That's that's a Joel. That's a Joel. Uh, Kisner. If you're scared to take the outright, we just talked about the. We just talked about him. If you're scared to take the outright at one ten to one, take him at three to one as a top twenty. Four to one. You mentioned Higgs. I had him written down. I already mentioned McNeely. I think McNeely is a, is an interesting play for, for at four to one. It is all about the irons, man. I'm telling you, if that kid can have a decent iron week, he's a lock as a top 20. He putts. The, he's so, such a good putter. Uh, and look at his, go look at his performance. Like, go look at his game log or his, you know, recent form. It's like miscut top 10. So just do that. Four and a half to one. I didn't mention this guy. I did mention him on the DFS show. A guy who checks a ton of boxes is Matt Naismith. Um, mm. played, yeah. here, played here for the first time last year. Finished 49th, I believe. Checks a box in approach, off the tee, uh, decent putter, great ball striker, and, and the young guy is confident. Uh, I like him. And remember, this is 121 guys, like, so it's a little easier to finish top 20. Higher, per, slightly higher percentage of players here are going to finish top 20. But I love, this is, I'm about to get real long on you. As we end the show, there's a few 5-1 to one names, which is long for a top 20. I'm going to give you two. Adam Schenk, 5-1. to one. Good irons, good putter. Just hit it in the fairway, Adam, and you can get there. Decent recent form. Let's do that. And then Nick Taylor, the Canadian. Like Nick Taylor's a, Nick Taylor's a PGA Tour winner. He thrives on short courses. You know, he, he thrives on them. Nick Taylor could come out of here and scare some folks. I'm just letting you know he's also 200 to one as an outright. He's again PGA Tour winner. Accurate. Nick Taylor, five to one top twenty. That's a bomb. But you know, that's what we do. I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. 
So there we go. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. In the in the comments, like I said, oh, thank you, Scott Anderson. You two idiots are terrific. <laughs> Much love from nearby Greenville. Love Greenville. Uh, yeah, smoke on the water. Town. Smoke on the water. Great restaurant there in Greenville. If you ever if you ever go to Greenville, good town. Thank you for telling us that we're idiots and we're terrific. We appreciate that, Scott. Yeah, in the comments, next old fart to win a PJ Tour event. We need you to comment because it helps the algorithm. It helps spread the TJ love across the YouTubes. And if you're listening on Apple, um, leave us a five-star review. We would appreciate it. It'd be great, great, to, uh, great for you to do that. It'd be very nice of you to do that. Five-star review, write a nice comment about what you like about the show. We'll go from there. Uh, hope everybody has a wonderful week for the Charles Schwab. We're going to have a bunch of content out later. Join the Nut Hut. Pat, hope you have a great week. Thanks, man. Let's go do TJ After Dark. See ya! Out!